Radio Sport 25 to 10, Olympic bronze medal winning pole vaulter Eliza McCartney has withdrawn from the track and field world champs in Doha next month. After battling a hamstring niggle for several months, she made a long-awaited return to competition at the recent Diamond League event in Paris, but she's decided the best thing to do with the Tokyo Olympics now just nine months away is to instead focus fully on that. Eliza McCartney joins us on Radio Sport. Have I got that right, Eliza? Is this a short-term decision with the Olympics next year in mind? Yeah, that's definitely a huge part of the reason. I mean, you've got to be sensible when you're within a year of the Olympics. And not only do we have world champs next month, but we also have our world indoor championships in March as well. So it's pretty full on. And when you're not quite 100%, that's certainly part of the reasoning as to why you might make this sort of decision. How tempting was it, though, to compete at the world champs? Oh, absolutely tempting. I mean, to be completely honest, I was really keen to just give it a crack anyway but um, thankfully I do have a really great team around me and we were able to talk it through over a number of days and really um, you know look at all the different options and, and what was what was the best option for right here and now and I was sitting on the fence for a long time but actually um, by the end of our discussions it, it was it just became really obvious that actually the best thing for me is, is to come home and to start building up again so um, I am I'm really happy with the decision I, I know it's what I need to do right now. Is it based on science, or you know, do they look at do you look at the the scans of your hamstring and things like that? Because part of it also must be just how you feel. And I'm sure as a as a elite athlete, you just want to compete, right? So, so when you were sitting there on the fence, did you just think to yourself, actually, I'll just I'll just do it? Yeah, no, that's absolutely a huge part of it. I mean, mental well-being in this sort of situation is really important too, and that's certainly part of the the one of the reasons why um, we came up with this decision. And you've got to look after yourself. And yes, as an athlete, you can be really stubborn sometimes, and just you just want to persevere no matter what, and you push through everything. And I think that's really a very normal response for athletes to do. But that's why I'm really grateful to have such a great team and. Um, you know, the ability to be able to think it out over a few days to really talk about it and, and work out if, you know, pushing through is right. Because sometimes it is, and sometimes you um, you can reap really great rewards from that. But it was just becoming clear that this was not one of those situations. And actually pushing through and persevering probably would have more detriment and it would gain a lot more by coming home. So as part of the plan now, as you look forward to Tokyo next year, competing at the Indoor World Champs in March? Yes, absolutely. That's 100% on the, uh, part of the plan. I really I really love the World Indoor Champs. I've been to two of them. It was actually the first um, international senior competition I did in, um, starting in 2016 before the Olympics. So I really do love them. And it's only in China, which for us is really nice and close because it's only one flight. So absolutely, it's, um, um, it's a big part of next year. And as well as that, uh, if you sort of map out a path between now and, and Tokyo next July, obviously that's in there. What else is in there, Eliza? I mean, those are the two major competitions for the World Indoor Champs and Tokyo. But, of course, we've got our summer season, um, kind of the main time um, between January and March. And so there's New Zealand Nationals. There'll be a couple of comps in Australia. And I think we'll also be really hoping to do some comps around Asia as well because I haven't had a whole lot of experience over there. And so a competition in Japan or in China and those sorts of places, um, we'll be really looking to head over there so that I can have a chance to compete and just being in that atmosphere. How much have you had to change the way you've trained due to this injury? Quite a lot. <laughs> it's, um, it's, I started getting this neural hamstring issue in, in August last year. So it's been an entire year now. Um, and 
which means that I've had an entire year of quite inconsistent and most of the time um, quite severely modified training. And I think what it came down to really is that that had a bigger impact on me than what I thought it would. And so it was a little bit of a shock when I started competing again that I, I didn't realise how much of an impact um, all of this modified training might have been having on me. So, yeah, again, another really good reason as to why actually just consistent training can be so important and, and what I need right now. So what are we now, September? So, yeah, as you say, over a year. Have you had some pretty dark days at times in the past 13 months? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it can be really tough. It's You know, as an athlete, it's, it's, it's your world being able to use your body to compete and, and physically be strong. And so when that starts failing on you, you get all sorts of things. I mean, I've certainly had times where you, you can't help but think like, you know, maybe my body's not cut out for this. Maybe I can't do this. And, you know, all sorts of things. And so it has been really tough and challenging. But of course, I really do think that I probably look back and um, be really grateful because you learn so much through these periods and you learn a lot about yourself. And I think that they've definitely got a place. It's just never pleasant at the time, of course. Yeah, of course. I've read your Instagram post and you say, ironically, I'm coming home physically the fittest I've been this year. So you're taking a short break according to this and then will you just be ripping into it basically from from what, I guess, November-ish? Oh yeah, no, starting um, about a week's time, really. So I'm oh really? Okay, okay. So a very, very short, short break. break, very short yeah, break. Just yeah, just a little one. I mean, <laughs> I felt like I've had breaks all through this year just due to injury. So no, I'm happy just to have a quick, a really quick break because part of the the advantage of coming home early is it, it does mean I get a month kick start on on getting into building for the season. So yeah, no, the the idea is to give them to it pretty quick, especially so that I can get back into my, my normal training because I haven't done that for a really, really long time now. So that's that's the biggest thing at the moment. I've basically yeah, but what I mean by coming home is the fittest I've been. I've I'm able to vault and in those two competitions I did in Europe um just recently I had no pain and most of this year I've had pain trying to vault even in the competitions I've done. So it's, that, yeah, it's, it's been a big win, but unfortunately it wasn't enough <laughs> to carry on. And please forgive my ignorance here. Do you have to qualify for the Olympics next year? Yes. So um, it's a little bit different this year for us because we've changed the ranking system and um, how you can qualify for major events. But there is still um, one height for pole vault that if you jump over that height, then you have qualified and you're... Um, um, national organisation for um, Federation Athletics New Zealand can then select you. So the height's really high. It's it's 470 for Tokyo. Um, and just for example, I think Rio was possibly 455 or 450. I think it must be 55 maybe. So it, it's gone up hugely, but you can still qualify and know that you're going. So unfortunately, I didn't get that height um, within the qualifying period because it's, um, sorry, this year. So it's still extended into next year, obviously. So I think it started in May, and so I haven't been able to jump the qualifying height, which was it, it makes it a little bit tougher because I have to obviously do that as soon as I start competition next year. But at the same time, that's the height that I'm really confident at. So I just need to start competing and being myself again, and it, should, it shouldn't be too hard. 470. Too easy. Too easy. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, great stuff, Eliza. Look, this is um, this is great news. That the, well, the the the, the short term, not so good news with the world champs, but great news that things are looking like they're on track for the indoors and then the Olympics next year. Thanks for uh, joining us to give us all an update. Yeah, absolutely. No, thanks for having me.